everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome Two back. Two bitches talking. Two bitches talking. I'm Pat. And I'm Gracie. Per. Period. Um. So last episode, we just talked about how we met. Yeah, we did a little intro app. A little intro app. Um. So this episode, we thought we'd get a little freaky deaky. Yeah, do a little... <laughs> Do some fun questions. Um, I feel like a lot of our questions, we are either very deep, or we talk about sex a lot. We're sex positive. Yeah. We're extremely sex positive here. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it'll just help help you get to know us a little bit yes, better. Yes, I would agree. And kind of see how some of our conversations go. Because today, I was noticing earlier, we were just talking like here on the couch. And we literally did what we're about to do, which is, like, talk super sexual, and yes. then we got really deep, and then we talked super sexual, and then we got really Yes. So, that's basically, what that's what we're going to do. Abby's got some would-you-rathers that are sexual. Sexy, yeah, sexy. I've got some deep questions that I'll be posing yes. to both of us, and we're just going to chat. Go we're just going to have a good time. Like so. an intro app round two, but get to truly get to know us. Yeah. Who the fuck are we listening to? Who are we listening to? And it's Pat and Gracie, y'all. Per. All right. Do you want, do should should we start deep or should we start with sex? Let's start sex. Okay, I'm gonna say this first one's not that bad. Let's start so. sex. Let's start with sex. Yeah. All right. Would you rather orgasm every single time you enter a grocery store, <laughs> or just never orgasm during sex? Every time well, I enter that's a why I'm store. gay, so I do orgasm during sex. Right, exactly. So <laughs> I already... So I don't want to go right. back to that. I already have that problem of um, not always orgasm during sex, so... I'm going to go to a grocery store, baby. Orgasm every time you enter a grocery store? Yeah, that's fine. What constitutes a grocery store? I mean, if you get groceries. So Kroger, <laughs> Giant Eagle. You can be getting ham and shit at Dog Publix. I wouldn't, but you can. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm going to say, like, the actual grocery stores. Like, Kroger, Walmarts, Giant Eagles, Publix. Like, shit like that. Okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> Are you a verbal orgasmer? Because I'm not. Not really. Not all the I time. Can be vi- I can be quiet when needed. I can be qu- I can be so quiet. I shared a room. I learned how to be quiet. Right, exactly. So, I shared a room for 19 years of my life. Yeah. So, I can be quiet, baby. Okay, then I'll pick grocery, grocery store. Because I could just be like... Because I would just be like, I'll breathe right through that. I say, yes, <laughs> ma'am. Hello, Kroger. It's good to see you again. Eating like, hee hee hoo hoo. Hee 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 hoo. Like we're So yeah, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I would say grocery store too. Very nice. Never again? Are you serious? What would be That's what I'm of, saying. What would be of life? I'm like, straight women are already struggling. You don't need to tell but us some never again. some people can't, and I think that we need to talk about that. Yeah, I remember a girl, a friend of mine, previously, um, we were 23 years old. She'd never had an orgasm. Previously, you said that, like, she died. I decided. Never? I, she did not until she was 23, and we were, me and Jordan bought her a freaking vibrator. And told but her, she had had multiple sexual partners at that point, right? Yeah, but she had said that she was like, I just crave penetration, which is fine. Interesting. That's but I was, a, and you can a small percentage. Yes, I was like, you can't have orgasms from that. But I was like, girl, your whole world is about to change. It probably did. It probably did. But yeah, we told her boyfriend, we were like, we got her a vibrator because she said this. And he was like, oh, I'll handle it. 
We love that. We loved that boyfriend. So I think he handled it. He's gone, it. right? He's gone, but honestly, not he, dead. No, not dead. <laughs> not dead. He they are they have parted ways. Equally as mm-hmm. me and that friend have parted ways. Um, but I still follow him. Gee. He's engaged. He's happy. And he actually messaged me on Instagram one day like, I miss you and your cats. He loved my cats. And I was like, I miss you too, man. I hope you're okay. Great guy. Yeah. Hmm. Great guy. Yeah, so. Yeah, well, if you can't because of like someone, something like wrong with your body, I feel for you. That's really upsetting. Yes. Um, yeah, it's that's a very like large issue, but I don't have that problem. Thank God, girl. <laughs> Never have that all. And if your man isn't willing to get you there, leave him, sis. Leave him. Come over to the dark side. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay. So my first question: You ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. Do you think we'd be better off without social media? Ooh. Honestly, yeah. I think so, too. I'm like, think about how happy we we were as kids before social media. I mean, we had, like, we were starting to use computers. Like, fucking paint. (laughs) (laughs) I was just having this conversation yesterday about the evolution of technology and how, like, our generation was really, like, nursed into technology. Like, we had, we started out with flip phones, so we didn't have tiny little computers in our hands at all times. I got a Facebook at, like, 12. Yeah. And I, I think, started off with Club Penguin. Yeah, I did not have a Club Penguin, but like my cousins did and my friends did. Um, I just didn't because my parents couldn't afford for me to have Club Penguin. Girl, you could have done the free version. I didn't know that. I had no idea. She I had Webkins. I had Webkins, but I only got them every now and then because my mom said they were expensive. They were expensive. Um, girl, if you had, this is a public service announcement, if you had 15 or more Webkins, you were rich and you i don't know if period. you knew that at the time or if you don't know that now you grow, you grow but someone rich. needs to tell you you were wealthy you had, had expendable two. money i had two. i think i had three i had maddie the monkey <laughs> and ellie the elephant because maddie and ellie were two of my best Your names friends. are so creative my two best friends were maddie and ellie oh so you got monkeys and elephants for them or yeah. you just i don't you know like I just was, I've, I've always been like Val the Volkswagen, Hal the Honda, Maddie the monkey, mm, Ellie the elephant. <laughs> Abby the asshole. Exactly. <laughs> Period. Uh, alliteration. Alliteration. So. I had a lion, Leo, obviously. Um, oh. A cow. I wish I would have had a fish. Pisces. <laughs> That's their animal? Is koi a fish? fish. Koi fish. Two koi fish in a little circle. Interesting. Like the yin and the yang, I guess. Oh. Kind of. The Do you feel like you relate side. to a fish? <laughs> no. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Um, no. Do you feel like you relate to a lion? Rawr. <laughs> Bitch, have you seen Nala? She's beautiful. I'm fucking hot. She. <laughs> the way they've been yeah, making these cartoons. First of all, the way everyone is attracted to Mufasa. Oh, like I was, but Nala? Nala? Or Simba, I mean, not Mufasa. Simba? Or okay, like but teenage Mufasa, Simba? yeah. Well, Mufasa, too. Even Scar. We love a, we love a dill. If you have daddy issues, you like Scar. If you like Scar. Um, but Nala? She could get it. Even Mama Simba, whatever the hell her name was. 
She was pretty. She was like a grown up Nala. She was in it for like five seconds. I don't remember her name. name. Anyway, better off as left. I think so because I think we're at this age too where like everything is so saturated. You know what everyone's doing constantly. And especially, I mean, it's taking me a lot of work to be as confident as I am now, but especially the people that are not. And they're, I mean, social media is all about comparison. Think about dating apps. Yes. The people you follow. I mean, I have unfollowed almost every blogger that is not my body type. Because it's not good for my mental health. Yeah. Because they're, you know, posting these really cute clothes and then I go to look in the stores and have my size. That's like, the thing, too. I think that yeah. I have now, like, intentionally crafted a feed that yes. feels representative yes. of who I am, what I enjoy, what I'm into. Who kind of like people TikTok that look with your like FYP. Like it, yeah. You know what I mean? But if you are being... I'll say reckless with yeah. your algorithm and who you follow and like you're following all of these models and celebrities and you know yeah. TikTok influencers that don't represent anything that you're about or who you'll become or your goals, your values. You're going to like yeah, get worn Identity out in social crisis, media. Like, yeah. You will not feel confident. And I mean, it takes a lot of work to like truly love the person you are. Right to really dive in deep but social media is not going to help if you're following people that you're consistently trying to be without being yourself mm. so you know if i was like a little tiny size too i'd follow all those ladies but i'm not so i follow a couple that i thoroughly enjoy um and i enjoy like the journeys that they're on yeah but other than that i follow like models or bloggers who are my size a little bit bigger just have like my body um so I've done that, you know, for a reason. And I do think that, you know, they say comparison is the thief of joy. So yeah. I think I think social media takes that. I do think there's very, very fun sides of social media. Twitter is a fucking blast. I love Twitter. And that doesn't really, like, Twitter isn't really comparison. Twitter and TikTok are the same yeah. thing for me, but in different ways. Yeah, in different ways to consume it. Yeah. Um, I also love TikTok, but I think especially things like Facebook and Instagram. I mean, the things people put on fucking Facebook. I mean, it's like all mommies from my hometown. So, like, honestly, I would just delete it. But I don't have the app anymore, and it's literally improved my mental health. I cannot explain Yeah, it. honestly, I keep it for, like, Facebook Marketplace because I'm yeah. still trying to, like, find things to furnish my apartment. So, I'm keeping it for that. I love Facebook Marketplace. But the things people put on there, like, baby, we don't care. We don't. We don't care. But it concerns me, too, that there are people on there who post every single day as if it's, like, they do. their Instagram story or their yes. Twitter. or what. Like, I'm truly, like, oh, you are lost to the world of, like, what the updated platforms are. And, that, yep. I mean, if you like Facebook, I'm not here to dog on you. But, like, I'll, sometimes I'll go on there and people will be like, ah, going to the DMV today. And I'm like, oh, you people are right. actively posting on this, like, every day? And I'm like, honestly... I can't speak for everyone, but my Facebook is people I went to high school with are from uh, in and around that area who stayed in that area and they post on Facebook. I'm not saying they don't have the other apps, but that's what they're connected to. And that's what they're, they're posting to, you know, all of us. And a lot of those people have kids are getting married or, you know, just are in that separate city of life that I'm not in. And it's like. I mean, it'll be things like, you know, I've seen people post like, if I, if my kid watches Coco Melon, it's not your business. Well, if you generally heard someone talking about you, 
handle it with that person but do you really give a shit like <laughs> your why are moms why do they know that your kid is watching coco melon right that's what like, i would pose to them right and i'm like and why are mommies running around trying to tell other bitches how to be a mother when y'all are barely y'all are dragging your kids through the dust respectfully <laughs> so listen this is why i ain't got kids because i would be dragging kids them through the dust too yeah kids are dusty musty rusty crusty so yeah, I, mean, I think we'd be better off, but at this stage, I think it's kind of one of those things you have to acclimate, and yes, it's why we're literally talking about being better off social media on a social media platform because exactly. that's where we're at, and so it's consume around, what you want. So you have to consume responsibly. Yeah, consume with what makes you happy. Consume intentionally. Yes, because otherwise, it. I mean, yeah, comparison is the thief of joy. And follow both of us on Instagram. Yes. Period. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we'll get back to another sexual question yeah. lighten up the mood a little bit yeah all right would you rather get sexually aroused anytime your boss calls or get sexually aroused what? <laughs> or get sexually aroused anytime you work on a spreadsheet right weird spreadsheet i never work with spreadsheets me neither really so i'm gonna say spreadsheets that might be, i work from home i can get aroused anytime it's true. But if you're, I mean, what is not like getting aroused? Calls. Like just like a little Ooh, flutter on. in your stomach. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I'm turned on. Like not. That's the beautiful thing about being a woman is it's not visibly right. Noticeable. It's on a boner. No. So I'm. I Boners would say are so harsh. They really are. Like they're really just telling the world that a quick gust of wind turned you on. <laughs> <laughs> well, bitch, your jeans were turning you on when you was. Rocky ladies, back ladies, ladies, listen, we've all worn the tight jeans that be hitting in the right spots. We've all done it. We don't intentionally do it, but sometimes I sit down in that driver's seat and I'm like, Why do you oh. think I like jeans more than leggings? Exactly. Period. Um, yeah, spreadsheet. Yeah, I barely work with spreadsheets, so. I'm going to say that. It might be fun. I'll do another quick sexual question. Okay. Um, would you rather, oh, this one's kind of fun. I don't really know what this is, so you might have to educate me. Okay. And I don't know if you know what it is. Would you rather spend the next two weeks in a cock cage? Do you know what that is? Maybe we don't have cocks. I know. <laughs> or get a daily ass paddling by Satan. Satan? I thought that could be hot. Spank me, Satan. <laughs> I can do a different question. We can skip that. Okay. Would you rather... This will be a good one. Okay. Would you rather sleep with someone who you think is disgusting, but the sex is amazing, or sleep with a person you find very, very hot with the sex sucks? Disgusting. 100%. Because I'm no longer be disgusted by you if this sex is off the fucking charts. Exactly. I'm going to say, you know what? You're going to be disgusted by the person who can't get you exactly. off. Exactly. I'm going to say, he's trash. He looked hot. He looked like he could do it up, but he really didn't. Also, like, what is hot? I mean, yeah. Like, I have found so many different kinds of people attractive. And disgusting? <laughs> I'm like, why do I find you disgusting? No, honestly, though, it's like... I'm like, listen, if you're clean, that's fine. I hope that's not the reason I'm disgusted by you. But I'm sure people are disgusted by me, but they'd still fuck me. Exactly, period. Bye. 
That's the whole gay community. <laughs> yeah, they're all disgusted by each other. They're all fucking their besties. <laughs> like dead ass. They're fucking each other's corporate fathers. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go with, I thought you were disgusting and the sex is great because I'm not going to be disgusted by you anymore. So that's definitely, that's definitely what I'm going with. I think that was an easy one. I think that was easy. I think that was easier than cock cage. Yeah, what the fuck is a cock cage? We're moving on. Let us know if you know what a cock cage is. Yeah, swipe up and let us know if you know what a cock cage is. I mean, I think I can, like, imagine what it is. I, if it's exactly what it is. Like a chastity belt? But a cock cage. But a cock cage. And that's what I'm thinking, but I don't know, maybe... Two weeks? Yeah. That seems egregious. Can you pee in a cock cage? That's what my next question was going to be. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Listen, if Satan's real, whole different topic. Mm, okay, I'm not saying my... I wouldn't enjoy him giving me a little weekly spanking. <laughs> are you are you spanking girl? No, but Satan? <laughs> Maybe I might do for you. You would do it for Satan. You would do it for Satan. So uh, I don't know. I could Is be Satan s- non-binary? Yeah. Then maybe. Yeah. Okay. This is just a general question, okay? Is it more important to believe or to know? Believe all the way. I agree. I mean, I now know that Santa isn't real. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when I believed... Yeah. Or even now around Christmas when I'm really in the Christmas spirit and I'm like watching movies about Santa, I know he's not real, but like believing in that magic and in that like Christmas spirit is like the whole shtip of Christmas. I think the whole idea of belief is like what trust is. And I like trust is such a big thing for me. Yeah. So if I can't trust my friends my job myself right. like believe in them yeah right i don't need to know knowing, i don't think we'll ever know yeah knowing is like there I are very few things in life will cert like for certain right know. i don't need to know am i nosy one million percent if yeah. i can know and you want to tell me 100 percent. Right. but i'd rather just believe one Same. million percent all the fucking way that was a good question you want to do another one you mean another one yeah um Why do you think older people have a harder time grasping new ideas? This is a good question. Um I want to say, you know, my first thought is like, you know, let's say they lived they've lived 60, 70, 80 years on this earth, even more or less, 40, 50. And they're like, this just isn't how it was. It's not how we do things. It's the same way people of any age, anywhere will be like, well, that's just not how we did it before. Yeah. And it's like, that's okay, but it's no longer working. It wasn't yeah. working then. We're better educated now. Right. Let's switch it up. God forbid. If it fails, it fails. I think there's some pushback in it being inherent failure right like you're yeah. like oh well we did it this way it's not working that way and you're like but but it should like we've designed right. it to work it's okay like you know 
and I think like when we're older, there probably be yeah. some stuff that like, you know, thirty years from now we'll be like, like no, the like, metaverse or something. Who knows? Girl, I can't. I can't even comprehend that. What does that even mean? I just, I don't even what know. does it even mean? I don't know. I have no idea. But you're telling me uh, we don't need to get into that. But but I'm sure. Yeah, yes. I'm sure there's like things that. that like we won't understand or we won't want to like. Like flying cars or something. Yeah, or like cross cloning, like you know, ethically, like creating a genetically perfect human. I'm sure in like yeah. a petri dish in 20 years is going to be like all the rage, right? It's like right. To me, I'm like, why? Why not right. just do it the old fucking fashion <laughs> way, right? Like, <laughs> skin to skin, you baby. But, damn on it, right? But. It, I mean, it, it might have its it might have benefits. Its I don't know. There's people way smarter than me that can answer that question. But I think there's just the pushback of like, oh, well, like we we tried and it didn't work. And that sucks. And like now we have to admit that we failed. And that's right, And they're just okay with, they're either okay with failure. And like, well, it failed. We're not going to try again. We tried. Yeah. Or they're like, they don't want to admit they failed. Right. They don't want to admit that everything we've been told, specifically where we live, has basically been a coded, sure, coded lie. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big part of it. Um, they're just closed-minded in general. They were literally raised to be that way. And a lot of our parents, our parents' generation, like that generation as a whole, is the reason that our generations are struggling. Yeah. Because they were told, you know, do this, do that, do this, and never had to think about the repercussions for the future. And I think, too, like the concept of, well, that's always how we've done it, is a big part of why we have systemic issues, right? right? That like if you're, fucking if you're trying to understand what a systemic issue is, it's it's rooted in the whole DNA of our systems. Yes, and there's that's, not someone around today that's like, oh, well, that's our always we, how we've done it. It's just like that. It is what it is. Like it, yeah. it, it's not someone inherently. I mean, sometimes and that's kind it of is the exact implicit problem. racism, but most of the time, it's just because. It's been set up for centuries. It's been set up for hundreds of years now that, like, that's how we do things. And it's so hard to change an entire system. You can change one person, right? Right. You can have a back and forth with someone. We and can have like, ideas. Like, yeah. Someone can toss in an, an And at idea. the end of the conversation, I see it differently now. But to do that with an entire governmental system? And pass it? Inherently impossible. Especially when it's all these old people? Which is why we should have age caps. Exactly. <laughs> things. We should have... You should age out of the government. You should fucking age out. And your ability to contribute your thoughts and ideas to the government. Because I'm sorry. The second you're opinion. 70, you're on borrow time, baby. Mm-hmm. There's no need for you to be making what could be a detrimental change when you don't have to live through it. Right. And if we didn't have systemic issues, if we weren't, if the things we were voting on weren't systemic, then it'd be okay. Exactly. You're like, oh, well, we're going to, you know, implement this change that's only going to be in effect for the next two to four years. Right. Okay. But that's not no. how it works at all. They're putting these bitches in for the life of the country, mm-hmm. the life of the government. Yep. So, I mean, also a lot of the old people I encounter are just fucking stubborn in general. Right. Which is like, why was kind of the question, but... I think people, I'm going to say, like, I think also a lot of people refuse to leave their comfort zone. Mm. 
And honestly, I thoroughly believe that life exists outside your comfort zone. That's where the most fun happens. That's where the most, you know, you grow the most. Life happens when you leave your comfort zone. Yeah. Like, for hermits, leave your well, house. Well, like you were saying before, like, we are the most educated generation. Yeah. We just know the most amount of things from the most amount. I know a little bit about a lot of things. Same. And that, the older generations know a lot about very well, few things. Yes. They are. They are experts in their field. They're like the and models. They're like. Yeah. Okay, we know, you know, here's a couple things. Yeah, we've heard of it, whatever. One thing. They're like. Mm-hmm. All the way down they're the like, pipeline. I started at Ford on the assembly line, and they worked at Ford for 45 years. Yeah, but grandpa worked there for 49. Write code on Ford, right? That they they know the blueprint, they know yes. the back of their hand, and that's great and cool and awesome. But where does that get you after Ford? But you can't tell me how Ford is systemically harming black individuals. I'm sure that they are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everything is right. But you can't tell me that because all you know how to do is assemble this one tire wheel that yeah. you did for 40 years. The one part of the assembly line that right. you were on. Right. Yeah, so. Anyway. I'm with been, you. That was a good really question, though. Political, but. Yeah, I mean, I think that definitely turned political because it's like that's the best example to kind of think about where they're not open to change. Yeah. It's very highly political topics, but mm-hmm. I think that was a really good question. Thank you. I thought it would be too. Yes. Okay. This is fun. This is very, uh, Mild? could go both ways, oh, okay. like sexually. Um, it's like queer friendly, you know, LGBTQ friendly. Okay. So I like this question. Mm-hmm. Would you rather only ever be on top during sex or only be on bottom during sex? You're I'm picking bottom all the way. Bottom or a top? What? You're asking me if I'm on bottom or a top? Yes. I know what you are, girl. I'm asking for the people. <laughs> <laughs> um... Bottom, obviously. <laughs> she lied. You think I'm a top? <laughs> I think you're a top. See, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been with you. I just said with you, I guess. <laughs> I don't know who's Well, I've historically always been a bottom. I think. I don't know lesbian sex though, so I really can't ask. <laughs> this is where I'm confused. What really defines what a top and a bottom is? Are you okay? So I mean, hetero guys on top, girls on the bottom would be me. I would prefer to be on the bottom. We can still have a lot of fun when I'm on the bottom. I just I bet you got weak knees and <laughs> cracking hips. It ain't gonna be that fun when I'm See, on top. See, but I feel it's like fun, for queer but... people though, it's more of an energy than a okay actual sexual position that's fair and for me i feel more like a bottom okay i was just specifically thinking about sexual pimping you know what i'm saying right (laughs) we're simping over here not pimping i'm a simp well and i'm trying to live in my femme energy so i want you to throw me around wherever you want me to be (laughs) and you be the masculine energy so yeah energies i'm trying to be bottom that's femme for me Top and yeah. then charge is very masculine energy for me. I don't know. I'm a baby gay, so though right. my, I, I still have things to learn. I just got a book the other day, though, that teaches you, yeah. you about um, I saw being story. queer and, you know, all these different things. That's so. very fun. Maybe after I read that book, I'll have a difference of opinion. But I think right now I'm probably bottom. But I think in everyday life, I probably radiate top energy just because, like, I'm a Leo. I'm loud. Yes. And, you know, double Leo. Very, like... 
in your face about it, but I think in a relationship, a I'm, I'm a bottom. Very nice. Very nice. Not what I would have guessed, but now that we've <laughs> talked about it, it does make sense. <laughs> uh, let's see. I want to pick another good one. Ooh. This will be fun. Kind of same things. Kind of like into sex positions. Okay. Would you rather only be able to do super acrobatic sex positions or only be able to do missionary? And listen, missionary can be done multiple ways. Very fun. But acrobatic so sounds fun. only acrobatic or only missionary? Only acrobatic or only missionary. So what is missionary for queer people? I don't know. Like, are we, are they strapped or what? Just like, <laughs> you do me, I do you? Mission, okay, and I don't know, so obviously correct me if, I, if I'm wrong. Missionary to me would be like, obviously one girl's on the bottom, one girl's on the top if it's two women. And maybe one's fingering the other, maybe one's eating the other out. If it's a guy, that's what I, I'm saying. That's what if I it's think a guy, obviously is. one's on the bottom receiving, one's on the top giving. Yeah. If it's two guys, I mean. Um, See, for gay men too, top and bottom is very explicit. Right. For queer women, women I think it's a little more. Um, or just vagina owners. Yeah, it's a little bit different. True. Um, yeah. So, and like, you know, then you can also like vagina owners can wear a strap. So, I guess missionary in that case would be very hetero. I just remembered a dream I had last night. <laughs> were you wearing the strap or are you getting the strap, girl? Which <laughs> I was wearing that strap. Ooh. That sounds fun. I'm pretty sure they have something for the wearer as well to, like, get off. To be stimulated. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I think that there's, like, ones that... I just feel like I've seen that in sex scenes before. Yeah. I've noticed that. I wouldn't know. I've literally never seen one, but... Uh, yeah. I... You don't watch gay porn? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I just started... I made a face because I... Sure. I just thought about Ray last night. Oh, Lord. Just... No, I didn't ask if you want to. I said you don't. No. <laughs> I don't watch porn. Jesus. I said, yeah, Sure. Don't. You don't watch porn? Baby, I got I got it all up here. Yeah. You use your imagination. Yes, I swear. That's a superpower. I hope you know that. It is a superpower. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it before, but I've never... I don't need to, to masturbate. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I thought you were like, do you want to watch it? I'm like... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Put it on. <laughs> yeah, sure. Turn it on. Give me your remote. Mute. <laughs> she said, yeah, sure. I love that you're down. Oh, my gosh. I love that you're down for any. When he said it, it took me a second. I was like, I don't think she heard me, right? <laughs> oh, Lord. But Ray describing. It was the hand motions, man. It was the hand okay, motions. Okay, to be fair, I don't. I don't. I don't know if he's like far off, but I would never describe it as the way he did. Yeah. So explicitly. And we were at dinner. I mean, yeah. I'm like, people can definitely hear us. Right. Uh, That's so Anyway, so back to the question. I'm about to sneeze. I think. Bless you. This is going to be a pattern every time I'm going to sneeze. I think so. Um, thank you, though. I think I would choose missionary 
Because it says very acrobatic, and I'm not as flexible as I used wants to be. I once used to be. So, I think missionary can be really fun. I mean, there are multiple ways for a hetero couple to do it. And I think there's also multiple interpretations for queer couples. I mean, there's so many different kinds of couples. So, yeah, are they saying like it's just missionary like, and just like the no toys, no added flair, nothing I don't think about so. it? I don't think so. I'm, I'm or missionary like, strictly in like the position. Like one is on top, one is a bottom. Because I'm like, I can put my legs over your shoulders. I can put them bitches out in my hands. We can be doing some things. I can put them behind my head. We can do some things. And we that's missionary. Do some things. We can do some we things. That the that. Yeah. Um, so I'm like. I think it's open to interpretation on the missionary. It's a general someone's on top, someone's on bottom. So I don't pick missionary because acrobatic. What do I got to do? Hang from the ceiling? First of all, Although that I'm be- not an Olympian. No. And I'm not one in the bedroom. No. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Listen, I know I can do it good, but it ain't going to be acrobatic good. Not no Gabby Douglas type no, shit. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll pick missionary. Like, if I need to hang from the air, I need some support. I'll pick missionary. I can't be holding myself up there. So, I'm not choosing acrobatic. That is for sure. A 100% no. Ooh, I like this question. All right, let's do it. Okay. (laughs) Do you ever imagine yourself in very negative but unlikely scenarios? For example, in prison or severely disabled or maybe doing things you would never actually do in reality? Let's just preface this by saying disabled is not a negative thing. Yeah. If you have a disability, you're just as human as us. Um, I would say like... I definitely have. Just like... Or like getting in a car crash or something like that. Yeah. I've definitely thought of that. Um, just cause it's like, you know, life as you know, it could drastically change within a millisecond. Yeah. So I've thought about like times maybe I wear, I almost got in a wreck or, you know, like, you know, different scenarios, but I'm like, oh, that could end up like really badly. And I've definitely thought about that. Or I mean, like, I mean, the world's a scary place, I think, especially for women. So I've thought, you know, like there are women out there that have things have happened to them and mm-hmm. they don't come out the same. Whether that's like physically their body's not working correctly or just like even imagining the actual, those actual scenarios. Yeah, I watch shows that kind of talk about it. Um, I think the true crime person in me is like, anticipates like being locked in a basement at some point. Yes, I have anticipated the scenarios and I'm like, what the fuck would I do? Yeah. So yeah, 100% I've thought about those. I think it's hard not to. Who doesn't? Or it's kind of like when you're in the shower and you're like, I mean, like if you have anxiety, that's like the whole point, right? (laughs) I think that's the whole thing. Worst case scenario is like your favorite place to be in. So I think that that's, I think, yeah, I think that's a good question. Being in prison though. I mean, maybe not. No, I don't think. I don't think I might've, but I don't think I've ever thought of myself in prison. It's outside of the fact that I would be somebody's bitch. Yeah. That's it. I'd be a top in prison. <laughs> yes, you would, girl. I would assume that rolled. I would quick. hope you had the braids, too, because they radiate Ooh, top yeah, energy. Yeah, the cornrow braids. Yes, girl. Period. Uh, Yeah, like a girl like you would be like, I want you. I'd be like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can I yes. say no? Oh, okay, no. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I would definitely be somebody's bitch. I would try to be strategic and choose 
the best bitch to be her bitch. So I got protection, you know. Mm. Yeah. But, and I don't, I don't know. It's not like I talk to people in female prisons on the reg. So I could be so disconnected from this. But I feel like the way shows and movies portray women's prison and they, the way they portray men's is like, I don't think that women are getting raped in prison by other women. No, I don't think so. Not as common as men are getting raped by other men in prison. So, you know, obviously hoping that I'm in an all-women's prison. I don't want to be in prison, but I think it'd be a better life than being in an all-man's as a man. Okay. Um, okay, next question. Yeah, you can do another one if you want. Um... Ooh, this is like an astrology one, I think. Ooh. Okay, do people around you see you as you really are? I would say yes and no. I think a lot of my close friends do. I think you do. Yeah. I think Garrett does, which is like one reason I, like, I, I remember Garrett's sisters asked me one time, like, why are you friends with Garrett? And I was like, I think he just, like, never judges. Like, he sees me for who I am and what I am. He knows how I act, what I do, and he doesn't judge. Like, he's yeah. always there. Um, I think my family has no clue who I am at most times. I think they think they know who I am. And when I act outside of that, they're like, what do you mean? What are you doing? And I'm like, this is who I am. Right. Like, you're not around me on the regular. Like, this is who I am. So don't tell me to make myself smaller. Which is definitely where I disconnect from my family in those areas. Um, I'm, I know there's times where my sisters like told me, like, you're talking loud. And I'm like, girl, I've literally talked loud my whole life. Right. She's like, no, you haven't. I'm like, yes, I have. And I, I'm like, I understand I need to, you know, you know, be quiet sometimes. But I'm like, this is just how I speak, girl. Well, I think what's interesting and... So I would agree. I think yes. a lot of my close friends get the very like pure potent version yeah, of the me. There's version. very few many. Um, there's very few of my friends that I feel like I have to diminish a part of myself. Um, and that's something I've been working on in therapy. Is I feel like there is this whole part of myself that I have like evolved into that I around my family feel like I have to diminish almost. Same, yeah. Um, and I think that it's also just due to the fact that, like, we have moved out. We're not around our family anymore, right? So these are the people that, like, growing up, they did know us the best. Yes. They knew the most pure version of us because we were around each other constantly. Anything that happened to us, anything that, like, you know, any big emotion we went through, yeah. they were there to witness, right? But now, as we move away and we see our family less and less... They are not seeing the day-to-day. They're not seeing all of the big emotions, all of the big, you know, crises in our life. They see a version of them, right? Right. But not, like, all the lead-up to them. Or about the after-facts or, yeah. And so it's just, like, creates kind of this, like, past, present, and future version of yourself. And, like... Yeah. It's just very confusing. (laughs) It is very confusing. I remember telling my sister once that as much as I loved our parents, I said, I think, I said, I don't think that dad, I'm obviously perceiving it this way, so I'll get into what I mean, but I'm like, I don't think dad holds these standards of what he wanted us to be, but I do feel like sometimes he's almost like, I can't believe this is who Abby is. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he means to come off that way. 
Yeah. But that's definitely how I perceive it. Because um, there are just things, a lot of things I do that are not him, like tattoos. I cuss a lot. Yeah. Um, if he knew. Well, I'm also, you know, very, like, queer positive. I'm very, I'm outspoken not conservative. About, I'm very outspoken. Yeah. I'm loud. I'm just, like, I call myself, like, the black sheep of the family. I don't always feel that way, but I'm, like, I'm definitely a lot different than you guys. Like, yeah. 100%. So, I don't think like my dad is such a loving dude if he knew i felt this way it would hurt his feelings he'd be like i didn't know i came off that way Mm. so i don't i really don't think he means to be that way but i think sometimes he's like i don't understand how i'm this way and i raised this woman and she's this way right um so i don't think he needs to come off that way but i do sometimes feel that way and i think we all have those things like things like that with our family whereas with our friends we chose our friends we truly we chose them because we get to be everything we are around our friends at least the good ones so yeah i think i would say my friends know me wholeheartedly 100 percent, and i do feel like i have to hide some parts of me around my family or diminish certain parts just because they don't understand or yeah and it's just like it it would take almost too much to explain yes (laughs) and so it's like it it becomes that battle of like is this worth explaining? Do I have time? You know, like, right. is this something that... It's a deep conversation to explain is gonna all that. It's going to end me feeling, like, triggered or, yeah. like, you know, perceived in a way I don't want to be perceived. There are all of these different things, right? And especially as, like... And then misunderstanding, like... Yeah. Love our boomer parents, but i feel like a lot of what we would say discussing who we are as people they may misunderstand like mm-hmm. i mean like for example as simple as tattoos my dad has no idea why i'm why i have all these tattoos why i want them why i want to keep getting them yeah he's like you know what does a flower mean i'm like what do you mean like stuff like that right so like, he's like you know i've never been interested in that i don't want to spend money on tattoos whatever and i'm like that's fine but i'm like you do a lot of things that i don't mm-hmm. do all the time so like i don't go off and you spend a lot of money on golf. Yeah. So, I, I think, think there's a lot to be said, too, about kind of what you're saying about, you're like, the idea that you have for your children, like, the idea yeah. that our parents have for us. And so, like, I know, like, for me, like, as a queer person, my parents probably had this, like, idea that we would all get yeah. married to men, right? Have children. The head of Have children, way. yeah. Build a, like, standard life that they did, buy a house, and then just work for the rest of that life to me couldn't be further than the one that I imagined. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like at every point I feel like there's this like internal battle that I have of like, this is what my parents wanted for me or what I think that they wanted rather. Yeah. And here's what I actually want. This is what I think they wanted for me. And here's what I actually want. And to me, I'm like, is it disrespectful? Is it, you know, doing them injustice saying like a slap in the face to how they raised me of like, choosing what i want and then i'm like no No. (laughs) i love y'all and if you happen to you know pose these ideas in your head like oh abby's gonna grow up and she said she always wanted to be a vet when she was little so she's gonna grow up and she's gonna be a vet and she's gonna marry a man and have children respectfully don't do that with your kids especially if you guys just had kids if you're listening you just had kids like i told my sister i'm like i just hope i don't have kids but i'm like i just hope my niece grows up to be like a good woman she's strong She's confident um, and just, like, navigates the world as, like, a strong, beautiful, loving woman. Yeah. That's it. I don't care what you are. But I hope that you, like, believe in yourself. 
that's it. So I'm like, you know, if parents do have these ideologies of their kids, like that's fucked up. And I think there are parents out there. I feel like I've witnessed it in like friends of mine in the past of like their parents holding certain expectations of like, you know, think about families who are all doctors or all lawyers. Like it's an unwritten expectation that every kid must go to law school and be a lawyer too kind of thing. Yeah. Like that's so damaging. Like it is. So damaging. First of all, y'all need to go to therapy as parents. Also, take your kids to a therapist and like stop forcing them to do things. If you so. think, if you have an inkling that you should go to therapy, you should go to therapy. Yeah. If you've never thought about going to therapy, you should go to therapy. Um, if you don't think you need therapy, go to therapy. <laughs> if you're in therapy, keep going to therapy. Keep going to therapy. Therapy is so beneficial. If you are supposed to call your therapist and you haven't yet, do it. And obviously, Make that appointment. You know, pending you can afford it or you know use your interest i know it's not obviously accessible to everyone yeah i mean it changed my life though i will i will hand on the holiest book you can find is the best thing i've ever done yes i mean it's a great way to talk to somebody who's unbiased about literally everything and everyone in your life because it's like you know if i go to my best friend's or my parents, like my parents, like if I go to my dad, I tell him all the time. He's like, I mean, you can come to me with anything. And I'm like, I know, but you're my dad and I don't want to bring everything to you because I don't want to hear a dad's point of view all the time because right. a dad is always going to try to fix things for his daughter and I don't need that all the time. Sometimes I just need to literally talk and you'd be like, I understand why you feel this way. Mm-hmm. A fucking therapist. Period. I'm like, dad, I don't need to call you all the time and be like, I'm stressed because X, Y, Z. And you'd be like, well, just push through it. I know what you're going to, I know what advice you're going to give me. So when I need that advice, I'll call. Yeah. But most of the time. It's true. Yeah. Most of the time I don't need that kind of stuff. I need someone to be like, yes, your feelings are valid. And me be like, thank you. And that's just not what most stats are there for. (laughs) Most stats are obviously there to be like, keep going, sis. Like you're doing great. Like la la la, whatever. So yeah, I think that was also a great question. That's a really good question. Do we want to end on a sex or end on that? Um, let's do a fun we found a fun sex one a okay. couple fun sex ones yeah let's in on a let's in on a high that was a little serious yeah <laughs> okay here's a kind of fun work related one as a work part of it would you rather have to give an important work presentation naked or never be able to see your partner naked again i'll just give a presentation naked never be able to see your partner naked right so i'm giving a presentation naked also you're welcome because i have great tits so you're welcome and they have to honestly if i'm presenting and trying to sell something i'm naked y'all have to buy it at that point you have to i'm naked i think honestly a naked presentation would go over well because people wouldn't want to be staring at you so they'll be forced they'll to listen. literally be sitting there listening because if someone's negative on me i'd be like do not look at their tits do not do what not are look. they saying right don't what look them saying? up and focus down on the presentation focus on the screen yes look at the slides period look right. at the graphs yeah yeah because the pair of titties in front of me i'm gonna want to look right and so are all the old men in the corporate world which is where i'm at so so they're gonna say yeah to whatever the fuck i'm selling let's go they're gonna say she had good boobs we're gonna give it to her yeah you know we vote yes i whatever <laughs> and everyone else is gonna be well, it's actually, all in favor all I. in favor i they're gonna raise their hands <laughs> so i'm gonna say yeah i'll i'll give a presentation naked would i be nervous hell yeah but i'm gonna make sure i'm groomed Get it right, okay, get but it tight. Never be able to see your partner naked. Right. I'm like, what's the point? You tell me they just drop their like pants low enough for us to get sex it on? in the dark? 
I mean, I do that anyway, but, like, you can still see them. Right. I think, basically, it would be, like, for me, heteronormative relationship, the guy drops his pants low enough that we can get it on, but he has his shirt and his pants and his socks on. <laughs> Not the socks. the socks. You know men in their socks. They sleep with their socks. They have sex with you in their socks. Uh, so, men orgasm better if they have socks on. It's actually proven everyone will have a better orgasm, and women can reach orgasm faster and more... Um, reliant or you know you can more regularly was how do you curl your toes and socks on that's what i'm saying <laughs> i don't wear socks i literally almost never wear socks i don't even like wearing shoes that require right socks now. i don't have socks on right now i wear slippers around my house i don't need socks so it ain't for me but i feel like guys yeah wow that's crazy i did not know that i just i read it somewhere but it makes sense i mean i've definitely slept with a guy that still wore socks but it's a definite red flag it's a major ache for me a major ick. I would literally be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, take them <laughs> off as you're taking your pants off, bro. Like, yeah. Take them off. <laughs> Sorry, you're telling me you're butt-ass naked? stay on during shows. <laughs> you're telling me you're booty-ass naked and you got your socks on? Booty-ass Your stained bottom white socks? They're all wearing the same <laughs> fucking socks. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all are so God, I, I love straight men. Yeah? <laughs> All right, let me find another good one. Oh, my God. Um, Do we want to do, like, a funny... You know, like, funny one or just, like, a... Do a, do a funny one. Okay, let me try one. Let me try one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No burpy derpy. There was one up here about like sex thing. I hate sexting. I know, me too. It's it's for the men. It is for the men. I've never. They're like, I'm so hot right now. I'm like, I was just gonna say, I'm, I'm like, me too. Me woman, like cooking dinner. I have sex with a woman. It was honestly better though. Like, I can't. I can't lie. Yeah, it's just like they're like, I'm so hot right now. Like, send pics. I'm like, haha, I'm so wet right now. Me cooking dinner. I'm like, I ain't fucking, I ain't fucking wet. They're like, show me. You just put a faucet on, bitch. Right. They're like, oh my god. <laughs> They're like, turn it on. Turn it on. Okay, here's one. Would you rather mm-hmm. yell out, yes, grandma, every time you orgasm, or have to tell your grandmother in detail about your last sexual encounter from start to finish. Okay. Both are I have an answer. Losing their minds. I was about to say. Well, one of mine. I will tell my grandma in detail. Same. Because she will not remember in five minutes. (laughs) And she would honestly be shocked. She would be like, damn. She she deserves a good sex story because she needs to get off. I'm sure she hasn't in years. Me either. I mean, my grandpa... (laughs) (laughs) Um, My grandpa was in a nursing home for... I mean, he's been... It's 2021. He's been gone for... It's 2022. I was saying 21 because I was 21 when he passed away and I'm not about to be 25. So he's been gone for four years. Um, and even before then, she was in a, he was in a nursing home for like 
five, six plus years. And who obviously knows before then what the last time they actually had sex. So, you know, as an 85-year-old woman, she has Do you think you just it. lose your libido completely? No, because nursing homes are the number one place for STDs. I have heard that. They be getting it on. Which I worked for a nursing home company, and that was not a part of our, like, crisis calm. <laughs> I feel like we should have been talking about that. Yeah, that should be a topic of conversation, because then bitches be passing around STDs worse than any other group. Straight up. But what do you think the sex is like? It can't be that great. I guarantee. I'm like, okay, imagine these poor fucking bedridden women. These frail ladies ain't getting on top. How? And I they? guarantee these frail old men are sticking it in three pumps and they're done. <laughs> it's like having sex with teenagers, but you're older and you're wrinklier. Yeah, like, that's true. Ew. But ew. sometimes I'd be wanting to go quick. I mean, yeah, for sure. Sometimes I'm like, all right, get it done. Um, I'm quick. I love a good quickie. That's those are always fun. Quickies like you know in fun spots. Like, you, oh my god, you just fucked me in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you just fucked in the oven. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm telling my girl. A little couch fuck. She, yeah. I love a couch fuck. I love a good couch fuck. My high school boyfriend and I, uh, his mom was asleep on the other couch in the living room and we fucked on the other couch. She didn't wake up. So a bitch knows how to be quiet. Okay, this is the same man that also never did foreplay and never cared about me, so I didn't have to be quiet. <laughs> never did foreplay? He would try to finger me. In his defense... Did y'all kiss? Yeah. Like, I'll get a little wet from kissing him, because I'm I'm 16. <laughs> this is the first man I've ever had sex with. Don't be embarrassed about that. Right, right. I'm like, it happens to the I love stuff. kissing. Me too. I love she kissing. Gets me kissing going. does turn me on. It gets me going. I'm like, all right, take my clothes off right now. No, honestly. Yeah. I'm like, we all love a good make-out sesh. If, if I had to just go in dry without kissing, and then you immediately started to rub on me like a fucking right. vinyl. I'd be like, hold on a minute. Yeah, so we would kiss, but when he would finger me, he knew nothing about the clit. So it was all vaginal. <laughs> what men do. Right. I'm like, it was all vaginal action. I'm like, cool. But like, you could have just stuck your dick in if this is all it's going to be. I just started. Have you watched Euphoria? No. Okay, I just started. I started. But there's like all of these clips of like guys just like 16 pumps. And then yeah. they're like, oh, did you come? And the girls are like, yeah. But they're just literally laying there. No, right. they're lying. But they're just literally laying there. Like, how can you not even, one, be able to tell that a girl's not have enjoying it? Just not even orgasming. Because it'll, a girl will You'll come and a guy come. Yeah. You'll know. And they think, too, that it's just like a body shudder for us. Like, we have like, come. Oh, <laughs> I got a shiver. We make. Yeah. Messy. <laughs> We make messy. You just we ain't doing messy. it for us. You just ain't doing it. We make messy. Which there was a learning curve with myself too. I You're thought right. that I was like do to doing for a while, and then one time I actually did. And once the first time I got a vibrator, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, I've been doing it wrong." And I've definitely, you know, like post sex, I'm like, "Oh, like I, I probably had like a minor vaginal orgasm," but I'm like, I did not have. Like, once we're done, I'm like, oh, I can feel the remnants of, like, a small old baby. <laughs> but that's it. Like a physical baby? No. 
like a, like baby, a baby orgasm, orgasm. Yeah. Mm, got it like a baby orgasm but yeah i was like, having just babies all throughout his school and then yeah remember at the bar and i ordered a, a yes vibrator? yeah yeah that vibrator good i'm glad it worked out it yeah. was a great drunk purchase still use her but yeah so i mean learning curve i mean it was the first person we've both ever been with but also i haven't heard the best about him lately anyway so you don't think he's learned i think he's just the same as he's always been Oh, girl, you better plug in. Here. No. That's okay. I'll leave it. I stopped recording. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's especially with women, you know, if there's any men that are going to listen to this, care about her. Or Trust play, me, baby. For there fun. are men out there that are like, I'm going to get my girl off at least once before we start because she'll have way more fun. And so will I. So, like, so will the dude. Mm-hmm. So care learn about it and i think a lot of women have to be it's a learning curve for me too i have to be better about speaking up being like you know move over that's my lip (laughs) 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 to the right to the right (laughs) everything you own in the box to the right yeah so i'm like women would i be better about speaking up i understand if it's just a hookup it's like i barely know this dude we're just trying to fuck but phoebe But yeah, women speak up and men be willing to learn because every woman is different. Or even women and women. Yeah. No, that's the biggest learning curve with women too is like all vaginas are different. And so like what works for you does not work for your partner most of the time. You got to find the right spot on that woman and it might not be the same rhythm and tune. It's, I mean, it's definitely probably slightly easier than just like starting from scratch. Right, because you have a little more knowledge because you are a woman. Right. You know how a woman's going to react when she's, you know, up and feeling it, girl. Mm-hmm. Lay down. Okay. Yep. Get your booty down. Um, yeah. So, I'll tell my grandma. It's a great fucking story. <laughs> well, that was the that question. Was question. <laughs> yeah. I'm not moaning out, yes, grandma. Absolutely not. That would turn me off immediately if I came and I said, yes, yes grandma. Yes, grandma. I would happily. Well, we both have admitted that we're pretty silent anyway. Right. Like, I'm not like. Yes, I just came. <laughs> You're not like the girl that was in the fucking apartment next to me the other night. Right. Okay, I knew whatever the fuck she's got. Whether it's a vibrator, a man's, a woman's, whoever that person is, or whatever that item was that was getting her, I need it. I dead ass one in the door and be like, I bitch, drop a link. <laughs> drop a fucking link. Drop a and pin. I want to see their faces. Because I want to yeah. be like, cheers. Here's a beer. Cheers. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm telling. I would even tell my grandma that is not losing her mind because her husband's gone. So who knows? Last time she was getting it on. I'm like, grandma, do you want to hear my story? Because I am living life. I am living life. She would. My, that's my grandma that goes to church like twice a week. She'd be. She probably honestly try to christen me right there. She'd be like, yeah, "You yeah. need baptized." In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I beg, do not touch me with that. Do not bring that juju up on me. All right, y'all. That was our quick little get sexual, get deep. Get sexual, get deep. Get sexual, get deep. Um, So that's episode two. I loved that. That was good. I liked that. That was really fun. That was really fun. So that's it. That just shows you how, like, diverse our conversations are. Exactly. We can go in and out. And then we do. We really do. So, metaphorically and emotionally, sexually. mentally, <laughs> sexually, <laughs> all of this. <laughs> anyway, 
Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for joining. Two bitches talking. Yep. See you next week. You're Pat. And I'm Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs>